This is Stacy Eldridge. Welcome to Captivated. This world vies for our attention in a thousand different ways. But the most important thing, the preeminent thing, the essential thing, is to give our attention to Jesus. Welcome, friends, you in whom God delights. I'm so glad you're here. And yes, yes, as much as you might have bucked against that sentence, he delights in you right now. I don't know what you're feeling in this moment as you tune in today, but I do know that God delights in you wherever you are coming from. I'm going to read the passage from Isaiah 62, verses 3 to 5. You will be a crown of splendor in the Lord's hand, a royal diadem in the hand of your God. No longer will they call you deserted or name your land desolate, but you will be called Hephzibah, which means my delight is in her. And that's present tense. For the Lord will take delight in you and your land will be married. As a young man marries a maiden, so will your sons marry you. We won't explain that right now. As a bridegroom rejoices over his bride, so will your God rejoice over you. This is a done deal, friends. So I'm going to pray for us before we begin today, just to settle us in, open our hearts to believe that we are the beloved. Jesus, we look to you right now. We worship you, Jesus. You alone are worthy of our praise. We honor you. We exalt you. I ask that you would come for each one listening right now and speak to them of your love and acceptance. And if there is something we need to repent of, we do it right now. Jesus, and we thank you that because of your sacrifice for us, we are made clean. We belong to you. You have chosen us. You have selected us to be your own possession. What an honor. Come for us today. We lay down all our cares and concerns right now at your feet. We entrust them to you. Capable, strong, powerful, faithful God. Come. We love you. We pray in Jesus' name. Today, we're going to be talking about leaning on God through the changing seasons of life. And you know, there are seasons of life, let's say quarters, spring, summer, autumn, winter, and we grow and are becoming more of Jesus's throughout them all, the sanctification process, the testimony of his faithfulness over time, the getting to know him correctly and falling more in love with him, becoming a person of one thing, Jesus, first, last, and in between, it increases throughout our lives. And friends, not everyone takes that journey. But you and I are on it, and we want to know Jesus in all his splendor, to be captivated by him. It is the most worthy life, and the one our king invites us to. The more we love him, the more we obey him. The more we love him, it's only his desires, his will that we want to be about. Our lives shimmer with the spirit of God who lives within us. A woman on this journey with me is my dear friend, Sue Eitmiller. She is a woman who sees well. Sue and I have been friends for 20 years. Ha! And I'm so thankful for her and for her life and for her walk with God. Welcome, Sue. 
Thanks, Daze. <laughs> How does it feel having me say that? Oh, it's like, it's crazy. 20 years, right? I know, I know. So good. It is. Lots it's of, awesome. Lots of traveling. A lot. We've seen some miles together. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to ask you some questions. Okay. Um, here's the first one. Would you say, I know the answer already, but I'm going to ask it. Would you say that you've grown to know Jesus more truly throughout your life? Oh, most definitely. Yes. Can you tell us more about that? Well, gosh, I just think we, we grow, we change, we, you know, mature. And in that, I, I wouldn't want to do it without him. And I sure hope I'm growing in, in my walk with him. Well, I see it. Oh, good. I benefit I from it. it. <laughs> That's the cool thing is mm-hmm. that I benefit from it. Mm. Your walk with Jesus, it, it encourages me. It, you've rescued me a number of times. So I was wondering, I don't know this. Um, did you have a faith in Jesus as a child? Were you raised going to church? Oh, or? yes. Yeah, we were. Um, I, I became a Christian really young, probably and it's so young that I actually can't remember, but maybe around eight, uh-huh. six to eight range. But we went to. We were part of the Sunday morning, Sunday evening, Wednesday night oh, going yeah. to church. And it was small country church. I even dreamt about it last night, which is kind of you funny. You did? Um, just the location. Ah. But yeah. And I think like my first decision was based out of fear of going to hell. You yes, know? as many are. Yeah. So I think as a young kid, that was like my motivation. And, and if it would have stayed there, it wouldn't have matured into a relationship. Mm. So that's what I want to hear a little bit about, Mm -hmm. the maturing process. Mm -hmm. Um, I know that you love God. So first it was out of uh, getting out of hell, not, Mm -hmm. and then it turned into a love affair. Yeah. How did that happen? Well, it took a lot of years, to be honest. It was a lot of years of religion and following all the rules and being disappointed by God. I thought I was doing everything he was asking of me. Um, And yet there was a lot of pain and bad choices. And um, that finally I was, I was working at a dude ranch in my mid thirties so, you know, eight to mid-30s is how many years? Yes. And say 27 years of doing that, that I just, like, I finally, I, would, I could take you to the rock that I stood on. And really? I finally said, if this is all that it is, I can't do it anymore. It's just too much. And so it literally was from that point that I felt like, you know, looking back especially is where he's like, okay. Let's go. Oh, that's good. And I had to let go of all of the rules and regulations and and want more, you know? Yeah, it's really true. I hit that moment too. When you want to please God, you want to live right. Yeah. But there comes a place when duty and obligation don't cut it. Yeah. Like you have to, you have to know Jesus. We say here that the fire that fuels your life with God is your love of him. So you have to know him. You right. have to experience right. Him, right. what the word means. Right. And I think like I was experiencing him on some level, uh-huh. but there was, um, 
I would hold the verdict of whether or not my relationship was good with him based on whether or not things in my life were going good. Ah, yes. And, and that wasn't, I don't know, what's the word? Dangerous is well, what that, that is. Yeah, it was very. And, and like, so he wasn't a kind, loving, ah. caring God. He was, you know, the rule master, the. Yeah. The taskmaster. Taskmaster, that's the word. Yeah. And then, I mean, so many of us, so many of us, probably all of us, judge our walk with God or how much he loves us by our yeah. circumstances. Right. Right. Rather than inviting him into them or coming exactly. over them and knowing him in the midst. And he is the faithful friend. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So that's a really great turning point. Yes. It was definitely a great turning point. And even like my reason for working at that ranch was a transition of, I was working with ladies that were like my age now. Uh-huh. And they were so dissatisfied with their work, but they felt like they were stuck there because of their age and who would want them at another position. So they stayed in in a place of resignation. Uh. And I was like, I, I don't want that to be my story. And this job became available. And it wasn't the answer, but it was definitely... I think it was like almost like turning the fire up a little bit. Oh, yeah. And, um, well, it, it's all part of the process. It's all part of the story, yes. my story. Yeah. And, and that's where I met you guys. Right. You know, originally, that's my first right. place of meeting you. And I, I do consider that, I didn't know at that time, Ransomed Heart was the catalyst, uh-huh. you know, because it's always God. Yes. You know, but. I didn't know that then, but my moment on that rock was the, gosh. Yeah, catalyst, turning point. Yeah, of, of things. Rubicon. <laughs> <laughs> of things like changing. And I just, you know, it's so fun to look back at it. Uh-huh. And the moment, oh gosh, I so, there was so much that I don't in my life ever want to experience again. Uh-huh. But is part of the story, and I'm grateful for it. It is part of your testimony, part of seeing the hand of God. Yeah. And how it's really true, but I'm using all things. Yes, yes. So in that moment, you wanted more. You had to have more. Yeah, definitely. I call it a holy hunger. Yeah. When we just are dissatisfied with with our lives to the point that, not that we go to resignation, mm-hmm. but that we press in for more. Yeah. I think God absolutely loves that. Yeah. Because yeah. there is more. Wait, there's always more. There's always more. Yeah. No matter. I remember meeting you there. We'd been given the gift of going to that dude ranch, uh-huh. our whole family. Mm-hmm. And I had had an accident, not being the horsewoman that I imagine myself to be. <laughs> I had um, taken quite a spill. Oh, yes, you did. Yeah. And um, I came back, limped back, and the back of my pants were just torn. And, mm. you know, and, and you came up to me so kindly and just with so much mercy. What happened? You look like you were attacked by a bear. <laughs> <laughs> I I can remember, like, vaguely that moment. Uh, I believe we were um, you were walking, trying to get to your cabin and, and I was heading back to my place and Uh it was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. That was so kind. Yeah. It was, it was, 
I should have taken a picture. I know you like pictures, right? <laughs> it's true. Look at this wound. <laughs> it's an illness. Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> so, but, oh, yours is such a beautiful story, and we've gotten to witness each other. So mm-hmm. This is one of the beauties of having a friend, of living in community. Yeah, yeah. What season of life would you say you're in now? Oh, goodness. Um, another season of change, of transition, of of the unknown. Gosh, it just doesn't stop, It does doesn't. It? it really doesn't. <laughs> My goodness. Yeah. I mean, there's lots of changes that happen between every season, mm-hmm. one from the next, but they sure happen within them. Mm-hmm. And that's where our dailies are. That's where we live, the goodness and the grief, the excitement, the dull, mm-hmm. the marvelous, the mundane. We grow through all of it. God uses all of it. I, I had this, uh, this was a quote from an article, and I can't even tell you the article or the person who wrote it, but he said, there's two words that we don't honor enough. One is over and the other is next. And it's like, it's honoring both yes. and knowing when it, it's over. And then in the article, they talk about the hammock in between over and next and how you live out the hammock portions, oh, I that's think, so is good. where I really want to walk well. Yeah. And, and the unknowing. Yeah. And the in-between. Yeah. The in-between. But, but it's staying present to now. Oh, Yes. That word over. Yeah. That, that's hard though, right? It feels... I don't like it at all. No. It's like goodbye. Yeah. Ew. Change. But especially if it's, if it's been a good season. Or mm-hmm. I remember having to move from Maryland to um, Southern California and uh, that whole season was over. Mm-hmm. And I had to grieve hard. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, before I could enter into what's next. Yeah. So um, tell us more about the changes that have been happening in your life in the last year or oh, so. year or so. Yeah. I, I, I kind of want to go back just a tiny bit oh, further. Good. Only because um, it's probably like three years now, but I, I was living in, in a condo and it was, you know, through COVID and so everybody was always home and the the community was changing it had a lot a lot of changeover yeah. speaking of change and yeah. so um with everybody being at home i just think everything was risen more than what it was originally like what but do you mean heightened what heightened, was risen yeah think good word heightened like the domestic violence oh that's right and the fighting between neighbors oh. and I mean, good people. I I liked my neighbors and I talked with my neighbors and that kind of thing. But I just had, I loved that little place. It was such a gift back when I received it. But it was like, in my own strength, I thought I had to stay there. And it took God inviting me into the question of, you do? Wow. And you You were there for almost 20 years. Yeah. And that was my, and my own strength part of it is I thought I am getting older. The only chance of, you know, possibly sometime in the very far future of getting to retire is to have a paid for home. Right. Because, you know, providing for myself and all, you know, the litany of things. But he was like, 
so clear just kindly asking me, who do you want to trust? Wow. Do you want to trust yourself? And there was zero condemnation in the question. Then you know it's him. Yeah. So it did start with that change and me selling my place in one weekend. And it was just the start of change. And so... um, It was was a start of choosing for life. Yes. That's well said. Yes. Choosing for life. And I had no idea. And the things that God brought just out of that one question had nothing to do with my home or what I thought. Yes. It had nothing to do with that. And he was bringing the more. And the more ended up being a husband that I longed for. And, And that change has been like a dream. And it's not been easy. Like right. combining, we are both older. Right. So you've got, you've got your patterns, your ways yes, of doing yes, life. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And my, my ways are... Those are the yeah, right ways. Exactly. Obviously. <laughs> obviously. And, you know, Dave has his ways and sometimes they clash. Sometimes we're right in sync, but the clashing times are, you know, they are growing times as well. And we're both in it and for it and want it. And we want to be witnesses to each other's life. And we want to be tools in each other's life. Jesus's tools. Yes. For more growth and more of what he has for yeah. us. But, and then the next change, the next really big one that's kind of knocking me backwards a little is um, the word retirement just feels old. Yeah, it does. But, it's just like a new word. Yeah. But we're stepping Graduating. Into, yeah. <laughs> we're stepping into the next chapter, and I'm going to be not working for a while at heart. I know. It's a lot. It's a lot. And it's, like you said, Stace, 20 years of yeah. how I've known God, how my life has been changed. You know, it is full and good and wonderful, and I don't want to let it go. But I'm being asked to step into the next chapter, and I don't want to let it go. <laughs> yeah. And I'm excited. It's not retirement. I just feel like my job description is changing. <gasps> oh, that's the way to say it. Yeah. Yes, your job description is changing. Yeah, and I'm not letting you go. Well, you're stuck with me for your life. Forever. So that's yes. done. Yes. But both Dave and I, um, God used Wild at Heart to change us in our walks with God. And ever, ever grateful and we're always going to be a part of this ministry, whether I walk in the door every day or not. Yeah. Because of what we believe in through Wild at Heart and you and John. So I'm excited and I'm scared. You're in a hammock. I'm in the hammock. Yeah. We have ideas of what the next might be, but we're in the hammock and you know, sometimes it's really hard to get out of the hammock <laughs> if you've ever tried. <laughs> or it is hard. Yeah. But it feels it's exciting and yeah, the unknown is always the hard part. But if God's in it You only want to go with I, him. And I, yeah, exactly. And if he's going, I'm going with him. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I want to do. <sighs> I know. That's feels like a lot. Everybody. Like you said earlier, we all experience change constantly. We do, and it does feel like loss. Yeah. So 
there's been a lot of changes, not just, you know, we all walk through, there's seasons that come and go. There's sometimes relationships Mm -hmm. go and certainly jobs go, or you have to move, or there's an illness that comes, or there's a lot that goes on. And I know that you've experienced a lot. So Sue, in the midst of it, maybe right now, or looking back um, at your, your life, what, what have you learned of God mm-hmm. in it? Mm. Or where are you finding him now? Yeah. One of the things that is both an answer to, you know, in the past and in the now is I'm finding him here in me. Ah. And um, it's not like I have to call him up. Um, He's not the God in the sky. Yes, the you know, the far off one that I knew for my first 27 years of being a Christian, you know, but just realizing that there's going to be times I probably won't do it well. Right. And there's going to be times when I might shine, but none of it is he ever not present. Yes. He's always with us. Yes. And and just also the, the other thing is just staying deeply rooted, like grounded in him. I think that's really important, especially during change when things aren't as you knew them to be. Vital. Yeah. To stay. So what practices are you doing to stay grounded? Um, so it's really important for me to start my day with him. Uh-huh. I've been using the resilient app. Oh, me too. The 30 days. Me too. And I just like now have gone through it several times that <laughs> I just kind of pick and choose. Uh-huh. And and I like how even that's real fun to see he brings up a certain day on purpose. Yes. Kind of thing. Um, also in the in the app itself, the Paul's app, um, haven't done some of the longer ones uh-huh. for a while and like revisiting those. That's good. But, you know, just reading being in the word. Yes. Like last year I did the the thing of read through the Bible in a year kind uh-huh. of thing. But now I just want to like mosey through the Bible. Oh, that's good. <laughs> yeah. And just talking with him, being with him and just starting my day with him and ending my day with him and <gasps> having lunch with him and <laughs> whatever, you know. Yes, yeah. That's so good. Aware of his presence. Yeah. That's that's so key. And we grow in that, yeah. don't we? Well, for sure. And in our times with God, for me too, he was, yeah, I, he's up there. He's the stained glass Jesus. Yes. And he's beautiful and yeah. I honor him. Uh-huh. But then to know, no, his home is in me. Yeah. And then to encounter him by sinking in mm-hmm. to mm-hmm. my heart that mm-hmm. is his home has really, really changes everything. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Okay, just a little bit more for you. Yeah, okay. And I didn't say this in the introduction, but I'm sure you know who Sue is. Sue is at Wild at Heart for oh. all of these years. If you've come to retreat, you've heard her speak. She's been on podcasts before. Anyway, she's a gem. So how is God wooing you these days in the midst of this, in the, in the havoc? Mm. Like, is there, I know he woos you through sunrises mm. and sunsets. Yes. And is there another way that he's been going, Sue, I love you? No, that's good. Um, always the sky, always the sky. Um, I, I love it. Like, and I get to live in a place now that I get both morning and evening skies. Um, I, I've really like enjoyed the, um, the soaking worship music 
The one that's in the pause app? Yeah. The William yeah. Augusto? Yes, him. Love, love that. Yeah. It just is so peaceful and centering and have that on most mornings, just getting ready. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Okay. That's wonderful. Okay. I want you to imagine something. Okay. 25-year-old Sue is sitting in the chair next to you. Mm. What do you want to tell her? Oh, baby. There's so much more. And you're okay. You're going to be okay. And let's get to know Jesus as he really is. Instead of a far away, like you said, stained glass, honoring. Yes, all of that is true. And he loves you. Yeah. That's good. How would you feel about praying for the listeners? I okay. would love that. Okay. Okay, great. Jesus, truly, thank you. Thank you for every person that is going through transition right now. Thank you for your presence in their life. Thank you for their um, courageousness to walk with you in what is next. And Jesus, we do settle our hearts into the truth that you are good. Your story for us is nothing but good. You're not caught off guard by the changes in our lives. And sometimes you're often the author of those changes. We receive them as invitations from you into the more that you have for us, that you want for us. More of you, more of your goodness for us. Calling us up into something different, but something that is of you is always good. We trust you with our next, your next for us. And we give you our, our thoughts, our minds, our wills, our desires, our interpretation of what we think is next. Yes, God. And we consecrate it all to you, to you alone. Our now and our next. You have our yes and you have authority over our story. And Jesus, we just choose you. We choose you. And I pray that for the listeners as well as myself, that we walk in step with you in all things. In your name. Amen. Amen. Thank you, so. Thank you, Stace. Oh, and thank you for listening in. God bless you. Bless your day. I already look forward to next time. Thank you.